Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast at my time of recording. We are still waiting to get the final Supercoach updates. They should not be too far out away and I would assume uh, that when you guys are listening to this, you'll be able to see them anyway. But uh, a huge week in Supercoach, obviously with some of the big victories. Uh, some of the scores that we saw pop up this weekend were extraordinary. Uh, obviously, you know, we kicked off on Thursday night with Nico Hines. He was the guy to skipper. He ended up scoring 156, which was a a tremendous effort from Nico, and I think the vast majority of us captained or vice-captained him. Um, even if you vice-captained him, I don't think you would have lost out too much, but I think most of us captained Nico, which was fantastic. 156. So, the vast majority of us got 300 off the bat, which you do not see uh, all that much. And then, a couple of the games over the weekend, the way that they all unfolded, uh, it's just some of the scores were unbelievable. Um, obviously, Dave Fafita, he scored 107, owned by quite a few that have held on to him, not owned by Tim Williams. We'll get to him very soon. Uh, but Dave Feeder, 107, and I thought, wow, I've got, I've got, I've clapped and I've captained Cleary. I've got Dave Feeder. You know, the Rabbitohs boys did okay, but none of them went unbelievably well. Uh, the Melbourne Storm boys were pretty quiet. So I was sitting there at that point after Tapanay and Horsburgh put on, you know, 70 and 80 point performances, and I had Fafita thinking, fuck, I'm in for a good week here. Um, and then it just went to another level. I didn't have any of these Cowboys, but Scott Drink quarter 173 a pretty popular guy he's been touted as a real uh trap in super coach over the last couple of months and uh me and timmy spoke about it on beers and break evens the other day he's been nothing short of amazing this year he had a score of one uh in a game a couple of months ago but outside of that he has just been uh tremendous just have a look at some of his scores here 75 95 117 104 uh 95 140 and then putting on 170 in this game. If you're a Scotty Drinkwater owner, shout out to you because uh, you have done tremendously well owning him. He has been fantastic. A couple of other guys went big in this game. Tommy Dearden, 179, the top scorer of the week. Uh, you do not see scores of 179 all that often. Very, very rare. Shout out to Tommy Dearden, a brilliant footballer.
footballer. I love everything about Dearden. Tough as nails. Murray Tualungi would have been a real pod play for people out there. 140. Uh, probably more popular was Val Holmes, um, who I've got as well in my team. So I was very happy with how Val went. I mean, all things considered, he scored two tries and kicked about 11 goals. And he, uh, he only, you know, 117. It's good. Don't get me wrong. But, I mean, if you would have said to me that the Cowboys win 66-0 or whatever, or whatever the score was, 74-0, sorry, and Val Holmes scored two tries and kicked all of his goals, I would have probably banked him in for a little bit more. He did drop another one over the line, to be fair, that hurt. Uh, but still, I was very happy with that score from Val. Not owned by too many. I'm just trying to get up his ownership stats. And, of course, I am in my draft part of my super coach. Let me jump out of that. Would have made a lot of sense to get into the classic part uh, before this. But anyway, you can't win them all. Uh, Val Holmes, so his ownership at the moment, he's sitting at 23%. So yeah, he's still owned by quite a few, to be fair. I thought he might be a little bit lower than that. Uh, you obviously had in the Sharkies game, too. I forgot to mention your Mulatalos, your Sifatalakai. Sifra ended up going down a little bit, but they all scored very well. But yeah, that, that Cowboys game was fucking wild and the people that sold Buller shout out to you uh, he managed 15 points in that game so uh, a pretty pretty poor knock there an unfortunate one Johnny Bateman as well went pretty low I think a lot of people own Bateman uh, but yeah these Cowboys they absolutely lit it up and uh, yeah anyone that maybe took a pun on like a Ped Hicker or one of these guys uh, Sione Katoa is another one from the Sharkies people took a punt on him they went very very low in very big wins so a tough pill to swallow there uh, we then had the Broncos game, or if you had Selwyn Cobo as a pot, 116. Herbie Farmworth, another guy we looked at over the last few weeks, did very well, 108. Payne Haas absolutely killed it, as per usual. Uh, but then the moment that sort of broke this game, broke this weekend open, came on Sunday afternoon, obviously, yesterday. Uh, the Newcastle Knights, 66 to nil over the Canterbury Bulldogs. And I think the man that's probably going to divide this weekend is Kalen Ponga. Now, I've had him for a number of weeks, been really happy with KP. A lot of people have brought him in over the last few weeks, only by 28% of teams uh, and he has been tremendous over the last few weeks KP he's been very very impressive uh, and to put on and, you know, I'm still waiting for updates. This could go up. I, I'm not quite sure which direction it's going to go with KP. But he grabbed the goal kicking, which was fantastic. And, geez, he was hitting them well. I don't think he missed a kick. I'm uh, I'm just thinking back uh, to how that game played out. And I don't believe he missed a kick. I'll have a look at the stats now. But I'm pretty sure he hit all of them. Yeah, 11 from 11. Uh, so KP got 44 points alone in goal kicking, which was pretty fucking impressive. Didn't actually score a try himself. Just about everyone else scored a try, but he laid on a heap and had a hand in a heap of plays. So, Caleb Ponger, he sort of ended up being the divider this weekend. 176 points in that game. Other guys did pretty well as well. Greg Marzio, if you don't have him, 101. Uh, Phoenix Crossland, my God. Phoenix Crossland has somehow... I don't know, one minute he can be my biggest mistake of the season. Another minute he can be an AE nightmare. Uh, and then after six weeks when I'm looking to get rid of him, but I know I have to wait for Cleary to return, all of a sudden he maybe becomes a fucking cash cow, Phoenix Cross. He's going to make a bit of money now, which is fantastic. And it's going to line up really, really well with bringing in Nathan Cleary. So Phoenix, he's going to make a bit more money over the next two to three weeks. He's only owned by 3% of teams, so I'm very happy to still have him. Um, so yeah, he's going to keep making money. And then we're going to be able to uh, switch him over to Nathan Cleary in a few weeks. Break even was 55 there, uh, so he's jumped up there. So hopefully we can get him to five or probably 500k would be great. Uh, and then we can make a move on Phoenix straight 
to Nathan Cleary. So very exciting there. Bradman Best scored a couple of tries as well. I think he ended up with 346. And Lockie Fitzgibbon, which probably the be- probably the best game I've seen him playing quite some time with 138. Uh, the Bulldogs boys, obviously, if you had some of these guys in particular, if you're one of the guys who took the punt on Matty Burton, seven. Um, my Supercoach draft game, we'll talk about it later in the week, but uh, my captain and my opposition captain was in this game. I captain Kalen Ponga, who got 176, pending what you guys find out in updates. He, unfortunately, captain Matty Burton, who came up with a seven. So, uh, yeah, there was about a 280-point swing in our captains, which got me the win this weekend. Very tough one there. And then, of course, we had the last game of the week. Uh, the Manly Seagulls getting home against the Chooks, 18 points to 16. Uh, some really relevant guys at the top of scoring here. Uh, Ruben Garrick, top scorer for Manly, 84. Manu, top scorer for the Roosters, 94. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes up to 100. Uh, obviously, pending updates, as I've said a few times. Teddy, 81, was pretty solid as well. Nat Butcher, 84. And DCE, what a game he had. 64 does not do him justice. I hope he goes up a little bit uh, off the back of that. Uh, Josh Schuster set up the match-winning play. Had the try assist there for only 43, so a little bit disappointing. Wait, see what he comes out with as far as team list. But, yeah, guys, a huge weekend of Supercoach with, you know... Some of the people I've spoken to, and obviously we'll wait till updates, as I've said, but some of the people I've spoken to that I consider to be very good super coach players, some of them sitting at, you know, 1,200, and then other people, like myself, I scored just over 1,600, um, and then I've seen people that are up into the 1,800, so a wild week for super coach. It really, really is going to shake it up, and I just want to give you a little bit of insight, just to give you an example. So at the moment... I'll start from the start here. So at the moment, uh, I am ranked, and this is obviously pre-lockout, so we'll, it'll change all soon, but at the moment, I'm ranked 9,215th, right? 9,215. When I go and have a look at Timmy, who feels like he's miles ahead of me, I think he's ranked... Um, where's Timmy ranked? I'll get it exactly up for you now. That's not where I wanted to go. So, Timmy, I'm ranked 9,300. Timmy uh, is ranked 3,344. I've had this one big week where I've put, uh, I've made up a bit of ground on Timmy, thankfully. So, uh, I ended up scoring uh, 1,613 pending updates. Timmy, uh, he ended up with a score of, and you can see this on uh, my Instagram, on mine and Tim's Instagram page if you want. I scored 1,613 pre-updates. He's got 1,378. So, still no bad score from Timmy, but it was just those guys like Fafita and KP that made up the big difference. Mars Hugh, there are a couple of guys that I had that he didn't, which actually means that I, I, I've roped in about 200 points on Timmy. So to give you an example of where we're at, I'm at 9,000th. Uh, Timmy, he's at 3,000th. I had a really good week where I scored 200 points more than him. Now there's only about 80 points separating us. That's pre-updates, but I dare say it'll probably favor me more with KP and these sort of guys. So it can turn very, very quickly. All of a sudden, Tim, that was miles ahead of me in one good week, uh, I've managed to close that gap. Now, next week will be interesting. I'm going to be short a couple of guys, uh, and I think Tim's sitting pretty well. I think he's got 14 or so. I think I'll only have 12 or 13, which is enough next week, which is okay. Uh, But just keep in mind, guys, it can, it can turn so quickly. And one big week like this, where all your pods stand and deliver, like KP, like Talakai, these sort of guys, uh, it can make a big difference. And this is where, you know, it's turned out to be a very good play myself, uh, holding Val Holmes and holding 
uh, Dave Fafita because it's managed to get me back in the race now. As I've said on numerous times on podcasts and whatnot, Timmy, by far and away, the superior supercoach player out of the two of us. But if I can just hold on this season and find a way to just stay close to him, uh, as I said, I think next week he's not going to have to make any trades. He reckons he'll have 13 or so, so he'll be okay. I'll probably have to make two trades to get to 13, which... Hopefully, if we can just stay on about even points next week, it, uh, it looks like we will be within 100 points of each other um, and have the exact same amount of trades left, which I think will be 15, uh, 13 going into the run home. So very, very exciting times in Supercoach. But a really good example this weekend, guys, of how you can have these wild weeks. And you know what? I think there's going to be more of these weeks to come. I think that the West Tigers, the Canterbury Bulldogs, these sort of sides, uh, the St. George Laura Dragons, I think against good teams, they're going to have a number of points put on them towards the back end of the season. And I think it's something now we have to start planning for because some of these teams are absolutely humming at the moment and some of these teams... They absolutely love running downhill, and when they're running downhill, they will put you through to the absolute sword. Take that Canterbury game, for example. I mean, at the end of the day, that wasn't uh, – I think the commentator said it today. That wasn't 17th place versus second place. Uh, I think that was 14th place, place 13th, and uh, the, the Newcastle Knights obviously managed to put on an absolute cricket score in that one. So I think there will be more of these to come, and it's something we'll talk more about on Beers and Break Evens uh, this coming week, where Timmy's obviously overseas, so the great super coach Spy, he's going to be stepping in, and we'll be going through all these sort of topics. But something for you super coach players to keep in mind, because I think it'll probably get worse before it gets better. As we said, Newcastle, who were 13th, Canary, who were 14th or whatever it is, 66 nil today, put on an absolute show. And realistically, Canterbury never really looked into it. So KP now, obviously, he's goal-kicking, so that's a huge plus. Uh, yeah, going to be very interesting times. You also need to keep in mind, next week, guys, is round 19. Uh, so it is going to be a big test for a lot of teams. So looking at that round, Supercoach-wise, we've got the Tigers versus the Sharkies. Uh, I would probably say that Nico Hines comes into New South Wales camp, so I do not think Nico Hines will be available there. So that'll be a real test. Uh, the Dragons then play the Raiders. I'm pretty confident Corey Horsburgh goes into Origin Camp. I'm a certain Corey Horsburgh goes into Origin Camp. Uh, so we'll be without him. But your Joe Tapanese, your Jack DeBellins, these sort of guys, they'll feature in that one. You then got the Parramatta Eels and the New Zealand Warriors going head-to-head. So all of our Wires players will be sweet. Parramatta, probably without Mitch Moses. That'll be a jersey short for people. Um, I reckon now that there's a couple of injuries to the Queensland Maroons, I wouldn't be surprised if Hopgood potentially is 18th man. But I think he's more likely to be the 19th man. Um, because I think he will be allowed to come back out and play this game, and I really hope that he is allowed to come back out and feature in this one. It is at Combank, so it means that he would have to be in Queensland all week then come back down to Sydney. Uh, I think that'll be okay. They're playing the Warriors, so thankfully it's not over there at Mount Smart Stadium. That would have been tough, but I think Hopgood will probably be a part of the Queensland camp to some degree. Then got the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Bit of word around. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That Cody Walker could be going into origin camp. So a situation 
to watch there. It's probably not the move I would make, to be completely honest with you. It doesn't make too much sense to me. It's a dead rubber. Get someone else in there. Get Nico in there. Get someone young. Give Matty Burton a shot at 5'8". Just, I don't understand why you would go with Cody Walker. I don't think he's going to be your option moving forward in the future. Campbell Graham's also been ruled out as well. Uh, he's not going to be available until round 21, but they have a bye in round 20, so you're really only missing one game of Campbell realistically. Uh, Bulldogs, I don't think they'll really miss anyone there. Then you've got the Titans and the Dolphins. So, obviously, your Titans boys are gone for feeder. Mo Fodawaker, uh, Tino, all these fellas gone. Dolphins, similar boat. Hamiso won't be there. There'll be a couple of changes to that side as well. So, uh, yeah, round 19 is going to be a very, very interesting one that you need to think about and work out how many numbers you're going to have and depending on how many trades you have, uh, whether it's going to be worth doing it or not. Because there is a number of you that I think would have got to this week thinking, hey, I'm going to have 13 players. How good? Since then, Campbell Graham's gone down. Corey Horsburgh looks like he's going to play Origin. Cody Walker, if you're reading into the rumours, looks like he could go into the Origin arena. AJ Brimson, I'm pretty sure he's going to be the fullback for the Gold Coast Titans. That's what I've I've sort, sort of gathered from a few people I've spoken to. So, um, yeah, like obviously he's not overly highly hold, but uh, high, highly owned, uh, but he could leave a hole there. So, yeah, plenty of moving pieces here that you need to take in consideration for round 19. Myself and Tommy Williams will be taking a deep dive into those this week. The Super Coach Spy champion fella. Really looking forward to beers and break evens this week, guys. But just wanted to point out to you how quickly it can change and how important round 19 is going to be. For the record, the teams with the bye, the Broncos, the Cowboys, the Newcastle Knights, the Penrith Panthers, the Sydney Roosters, the Manly Seagulls, and the Melbourne Storms. So round 19, it is going to be a wild one, and I think it's going to decide a couple of seasons. It's going to be a tough one. So cheers for tuning into the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Once again, guys, we'll have uh, plenty of content coming your way today. We'll have our rapid review. Uh, at about 11 o'clock or so. And then uh, a little bit earlier this morning, we will have uh, some audio from the Hello Sport podcast live stream that we did on Friday night for the Panthers versus Melbourne Storm. A real giggle with the boys. We had a fantastic time. So I'm sure you'll really enjoy that audio, followed then by the rapid review, as we said. And then we'll be into Blokinabar Studios, uh, where we'll have all that content coming your way this afternoon, the deep dive review of a fantastic Round 18. Keep in mind, guys, beers and break even. Same time on Wednesday, 3 p.m. on YouTube, a little bit later on the podcast. So much content coming your way this week. It is going to be an absolute cracker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.